You are listening to School of Talk. We are creating a world where every child experiences the power of a great teacher. We believe education is the answer. It has the power to conduct change, improve lives, unlock ideas, create opportunities, and build connections. It's the single greatest investment we can make today to create a better tomorrow. That's why we're on a mission to train, inform, and inspire educators around the world. Each week, we dive into a topic related to education, teaching, and learning. Whether you're an educator by trade or an educator by spirit, we've got something for you. Open up your mind and get ready to soak in some new learning. Class is in session. Today's episode is brought to you by TeachAway. TeachAway offers a full suite of services to schools, aspiring and current teachers. From helping travel lovers get certified to teach abroad, to offering international recruitment solutions for schools, to providing world-renowned professional development courses, TeachAway is here to create a world where every student experiences the power of a great teacher. Interviews may feel stressful, but they are the best way for both parties to get to know each other. They're also the perfect time to ask questions and understand your teaching experience abroad. We've put together a list of ESL teacher interview questions that you can ask in your teach abroad interview that will make your ESL journey a success. We put these questions into seven categories. At work, career, culture, getting there, housing, medical, and money. Let's start with questions to ask about at work. First, what is the turnover rate? A high staff turnover rate is not a great sign, but it is pretty standard. Many people teach abroad for just one year, whether or not they like the school. But a lower turnover rate means less chaos and disorder in dealing with staff transitions. How many other teachers and where are they from? Workplace culture is affected by the size and the composition of the staff. Foreign teachers usually come from English-speaking countries like the U.S., Canada, the U.K., and South Africa. But don't be surprised if you meet fellow English teachers from places like Zimbabwe and Russia. Who else will you work with? Schools are made up of more than just teachers. Other people you might work with include sales staff, customer service staff, administrators and managers, as well as janitors. When are your hours and how many are there? Different types of schools have different hours, and you might not be working the standard 9 to 5. Training or tutoring schools, for example, have hours that are opposite to regular school hours. This means you might work in the evening during the week and during the day on Saturday and Sunday. Okay, next we'll be moving into a couple of key questions you're going to want to ask about career opportunities. The first question is what kind of opportunities for advancement are there? You might only stay for a year or you might spend the rest of your life in your new country. If you stay for more than a year or two, you should get a sense of what kind of opportunities for advancement there are. As a foreign worker, you may have a short ladder to climb but you might be able to rise to the level of senior teacher or director of studies. You'll also want to ask how much or what kind of one-on-one -on -one job training is there. Even if your ESL career is a quick one-year stint, that time is valuable. 
asking about the on-the-job training you'll receive is important because that will let you know what other opportunities will be available to you in the future. The next question area we're going to dive into is culture. Starting with what are some important do's and don'ts of the country? Every country has its hidden customs, taboos, and idiosyncrasies. Of course, you don't want to insult someone accidentally, so ask about what not to do. You'll also want to ask what are some good phrases to learn. In many places, you can get by quite well with just English and a little ingenuity with miming and hand gestures. But learning a few key phrases can go a long way too. Your local coworkers can give you some insight about that. Okay, moving into our next question topic, getting there. You'll want to ask what kinds of documents you need and how do you get them? Teaching abroad usually requires some form of documentation. At a minimum, you will need a TEFL certificate, which you can get online. But you may also need official documents like a work permit, a visa, or a residence permit. A good school will help you through the documentation process. You will still have to secure items like a criminal background check or college diploma, but they will help you turn those into a work permit or visa. You'll also want to ask if the school provides a flight allowance. Long distance flights can be expensive. Many schools will provide a flight allowance as part of their package, but be sure to ask about when you'll get that money. If they reimburse you after you arrive, then you will still need to put up money to buy the ticket in the first place. Are you interested in teaching abroad? Well, I've got good news for you. TeachAway can help you see the world while teaching English abroad. With TeachAway's internationally recognized TEFL courses, you can get licensed to teach English online or abroad in as few as six weeks. TeachAway is offering a free information session where you can learn more about teaching overseas and they're offering 20% off their TEFL courses to those who sign up. To register for the session, just head over to go.teachaway.com slash podcast. That's go.teachaway.com slash podcast. Find out where teaching can take you at go.teachaway.com slash podcast. Moving into our next question category, we're going to talk about housing. You'll want to ask where will you be living and what part of the city? It makes a difference whether you live downtown or on the city's fringes. You can also ask about what will be in your neighborhood like grocery stores and restaurants. What kind of apartment living situation will you have? It's not uncommon for schools to provide housing for teachers since it would be difficult to secure a place as soon as you arrive. Sometimes these are shared apartments and sometimes they're singles. You can also ask specific questions like the size of the apartment and the appliances that are built in. You'll also want to ask what transportation is there to and from work. Having a short commute is great for your mental and physical health. You might be able to walk, but in other cases, you could have to take a bus or the subway. Okay, moving into medical questions you should ask. First, what is healthcare like? Health is so important. 
Every country has slightly different healthcare systems, and schools will often provide you with some sort of healthcare that works in their country. You can ask very specific questions, like if you can choose your doctor and what to do if you have a medical emergency. Some developing countries, like China, have more expensive hospitals that you can go to if you get very sick or need surgery. These hospitals are usually located in major cities. You'll also want to ask about the insurance you get. In many parts of the world, healthcare is much less expensive than it is in the United States. This means you might just pay a few dollars to see a doctor and not even bother with the insurance. But it also means that many international healthcare plans are really international everywhere but the United States. Be sure to understand exactly where and when you can use your card. You should also ask what the COVID situation is like. Although the COVID-19 pandemic is not as serious as it was in 2020, it is still a serious concern. Ask your interviewer what the pandemic situation is like in their country and whether or not you need additional documents to cross the border. The final question category we'll be covering is money. First, you'll want to ask, what is your starting salary? Money isn't everything, but it is important. You want to be sure that you are being compensated fairly. To that end, you should consider the exchange rate to your home currency, as well as the cost of living in your new country. The exchange rate matters for figuring out how much things really cost, but also for dealing with transactions with your home currency. This can include everything from student loan payments to Netflix subscriptions. The cost of living matters in your day-to-day -day life in your new country. In many developing East Asian countries, it is common for foreign ESL salaries to far exceed living expenses, meaning you can take home more of your paycheck. On the other hand, Western European countries are more expensive, so you will not be able to save as much. You might also want to ask how often and how much does salary increase? It's normal and expected for salary to increase over time, especially if you receive a promotion. Be sure to have an idea how your career and salary will interact in the long term. Make the best of your Teach Abroad interview. In any case, remember that ESL is an in-demand skill. Your interviewers want you to succeed as much as you do. That means the interview is a great time to ask questions about your future and life abroad. But besides these questions, do remember to maintain good interview etiquette, show up on time, speak clearly, and be polite. Thank you for listening to this episode of School of Talk. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you love today's episode, share this out with a friend. Class is dismissed.